0: Hi, I'm Daniel Budai and this is the Ecom Show a podcast where you can learn more about the world of high-performing e-commerce players and marketers. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. Let's grow your e-commerce business together. Hey everyone, here is the next episode of the eCom Show and the twenty-fourth episode of this great uh, series of podcasts. And today I'm having here uh, two of our Cal managers, Ben from Bali. It's quite late there, but he 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 could join us. And Jofi from uh, from Hungary, the Hungarian countryside. Hey Jofi and <laughs> hey Ben. And uh, hey guys, I'm from Budapest. Hi hey,
1: everyone.
0: And uh, as usual, this is also a live stream on Facebook. And uh, if anyone has a question, then please comment below. Uh, If you comment after the live stream, we will answer it as well. So our topic today is Black Friday, Christmas, and different uh, retention marketing strategies for the holidays. So let's jump into the topic and um, Before this call, we came up with a few ideas what to talk about. And uh, one of them is, uh, what's the difference between Black Friday and Christmas? And I know because Jesus came to us at (laughs) Christmas and Black Friday is more like a marketing holiday or, I don't know, marketing even. But besides that, what's the difference in terms of retention marketing?
2: What do you think? That's a great question. Uh, i w- I can jump in if you want. So yeah. first of all, yeah glad to be here once again. I think it's my third time on the podcast. And the difference between the two events is i I think it's the timing. So basically, obviously, both of them are celebrations. People send discounts or whatever offers uh, from a marketing perspective or e-commerce perspective as well. And the, in terms of the timing, so Black Friday is one of those events that is happening on the day, just like Valentine's Day, for instance. It's a tradition. On Valentine's Day, you give presents. So Black Friday as well. On Black Friday, you run the promotion. Christmas, however, is different because, you know, if you run your promotion on Christmas Day, people are not going to get your products. Like, it's not going to be delivered because we're talking about e-commerce. So in there, one thing that we've been testing different things with is when to actually run the Christmas sale. And one thing that we found is actually it's, um, really should be tailored in terms of the Christmas sale to your delivery times and things like this. So if you have a really long delivery time, for instance, you might as well just run your Christmas sale around Black Friday. Um, because then people are going to still receive your products. Maybe you can even say something like, ah, this is the last day when you can. You will be guaranteed to get your product or something like this. And in terms of the timing, it's different. And yeah, for different stores, different holidays will make more sense. So that's just the intro.
0: Yeah. So the delivery time is crucial here. Like, uh, if your delivery time as an e-commerce business is like two days, then you can run these uh, these campaigns, email campaigns, or any kind of campaigns uh, two days before Christmas but if it's two, three weeks then it can be a problem I think two years ago or even last year we, we had guys who wanted us to send emails at uh, Christmas time and uh, you know if, if we had uh, done it then uh, they would have received the package in January early January and exactly then the kids would be very very sad so so yeah <laughs> maybe um can you just uh, really show our audience what would be an ideal scenario both for black friday and and christmas what kind of campaigns we send for our clients
2: yeah no problem so For Black Friday, what we tend to do is, obviously it's a Black Friday Cyber Monday is the name of the event as well. So we really just tend to run the actual sale for four days. One thing you can consider is if you really want to take everything to the next level is maybe think about doing an early bird or an exclusive offer for your VIP customers. So maybe that could be earlier in the week on Black Friday or maybe you can extend it. One thing we tested with this is we're just letting you into the uh, secrets of some of our marketing strategies. So one thing you could even consider is send one email on Tuesday on the day after cyber Monday ends and sign it off like, Oh, I'm the CEO of X brand And I decided to extend the sale or you could, you could test something playful like that. So that's one thing we were testing. And in terms of the Christmas sale, so what, so what we started doing now is running it twice, which means consider when you're... Deli- so let's say your delivery time, delivery period is like 10 days, let's say. So you want to obviously make sure that people get their presents before the 24th. So the sale could run until the 13th or fourteen, something like this to li- get you some leeway. And maybe it could run for like five days, something like this. Um, based on my experience, a five-day sales event tends to work quite well in most industries. It's just it, it's quite urgent. A 2 days is fine as well. Uh, we were actually testing it, and uh, but yeah, if you if you just truly want to give an opportunity to your um, subscribers, then five days can be pretty good um, rule of thumb or something like this. It's quite arbitrary, but we tested it. And so what we tend to do for Christmas is run a sale before and then run a sale after. So, you know, most stores run, stale, run sales just after Christmas, but uh, you can mix it up if you um, or don't mind giving discounts, essentially.
0: Yeah. How about discounting strategies? I guess I will I'll say that, yeah, I
1: think that I, I have been thinking a lot about this and to make Black Friday special, I think that the stores have to offer the biggest discount of the year. So if someone is usually during their sales event, they, they give 20%, it's not going to really make people go crazy if they offer 20% again on Black Friday. And so I I have been telling our clients, like, even with their other discount strategy, especially now Black Friday coming up, consider what's the biggest discount you're willing to give and that is Black Friday and everything else should be lower than that um, because it is like the biggest sales event of the year for I think all of the e-commerce stores and you do want to make it special and depending on your brand and what you usually do um, you really have to just focus on like what? How can I make this special? How can I make this a unique offer and not something that people have been seeing from me in the past months?
0: Yeah. I, I can see two different strategies or it's more like a range of things. On the one end, there are the guys who give discounts every week and uh, they just do it at Black Friday again and maybe a bigger one, but it's not such a big deal because okay another discount from this brand or the guys who never offer discounts but at black friday they do and they build it up very nicely they send emails for one week that black friday is almost here it's coming the big discount is coming the big offer is coming and they build it up very nicely and i think the second is just better and if you already have a solid brand and it's, it's it's better than offering discounts all the time. And by the way, Ben, you mentioned the, the email where the CEO writes an email by himself or herself. And I remember when we started out and I, I wrote the, the emails by myself, I, I was very edgy sometimes. Like, uh, so sometimes I, I remember uh, we work with a store and um, I wrote an email that, uh, I'm just traveling back from California from a big conference and I'm in a good mood. So here's 20% discount. Don't tell this to our CFO because he will be mad. And then we just send it out, plain text email, uh, the name of the CEO signature, but um, not everyone is open to that. So, but if somebody is open to that, then I think it could work quite well. It's very personal, sounds very real. So, so yeah. Um. Okay, and um, so let, let's talk about this pre-launch strategy, and Jofi, I know one of the brands who we work with, they, they use this strategy, so maybe we can lay this out to our audience.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that you can do to make your Black Friday promotions even more special is to have an early bird wait list uh, that you can surprise them with uh, access to the discounts one day before Black Friday. So for one of our clients, what we're doing right now is um, we start building this list now in November. Um, and we're throughout the month, um, we're just kind of going to be mentioning like if you want to get access to our Black Friday deals one day before, you can sign up here, and then it um, directs them to a landing page. And from the landing page, they enter it just like a thank you flow. And um, what we're planning to do is we're going to be sending an email to them one week before um, Thursday, the day before Black Friday, kind of just like um, what you were just saying, like to make them excited, to build this up. and. Um, so we're gonna make them excited, and then we're gonna give them access one day before um as a special like kind of like an exclusive wait list, so even that adds just a little bit of uh touch of exclusivity for for the subscribers.
0: yeah, and uh I'm just curious why one day before.
1: To be honest, I actually had a discussion uh, about this with with our client, and um, I think that if you make it um, further away from Black Friday, it kind of just loses the mm. that special momentum, and it would mm. kind of feel like another sales event. Uh, whereas I think that if it's closer to Black Friday, it does feel like okay, like before anyone else, I get to have access to this but if it's maybe a week before or five days mm-hmm. before it feels like okay i get access but everyone else is there's gonna be another black friday event mm, yeah. in five days and then it's gonna last for four days like it's not that special anymore i think
0: yeah i think we can use the same formula for christmas as well especially where the delivery time is long that uh, our delivery takes two weeks, but if you sign up today for this VIP list, then you can get our offers much earlier and the package will be with you at Christmas. So, and same for uh, product launches, we can build excitement there. And We've create. been
1: doing that also for one of our clients. Uh, I think uh, she has a very, very engaged um subscriber list and uh, she's the face of the brand. And um, she has a close connection with the customer. So I think it's super valuable. And so what she's been doing with our help is um, the same thing, like announce that there is a product launch coming and you can get on a wait list to be notified about it first. And also this this scarcity that there's only like hundred products order ordered right now so if you want like get on the early bird list because there might not be any left by the time we want to launch and so we we've been using that strategy for her and uh we we got quite a lot of people on her wait list um who were really excited to to find out about the new product so i think mm-hmm. it is when you're a brand and when you have um really engaged list it, it really adds a personal touch to it and um, it does create this hype. Whereas maybe if it's um, more of like a dropshipping store where there's not much um, brand to it, um, it might not be that uh, effective.
0: Yeah, I agree. We tried it with a dropshipping store and it didn't work out well. You need an engaged audience to use this tactic and, uh, That is the Australian watch brand that you like, Zulfi, the fifth. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think they this is their core strategy. So the reason, and you told me this, so (laughs) the reason why they are the fifth or one of the reasons, because they open the sale on the fifth of every month, fifth day of every month for 24 hours or a few days? No,
1: I think it's for five days. Okay. Um... And... uh,
0: yeah, the whole thing is just built around that, that uh, they engage, engage, engage and create urgency that uh, we are opening the sales on the 5th of March or, or June or December and then they can buy for five days. And then in the end of the five day sale even you can play with the urgency again that only one day left, only six hours left and you can build yeah. it up very nicely
1: and the crazy thing is like it's it's such a risky move because you are limiting your revenue to five days of the month so it can either backfire or work out really well and people went crazy about it and for 25 days of the month all they did was direct people to their um waitlist and then the waitlist was notified um just like that like we're opening up in 12 hours, we're opening up in six hours, we're opening up in one hour, get ready and just hyping them up. And whenever they open up, like they sold like crazy. So it's really a smart, smart move. But as I said, like, if you don't have a brand behind it, it just backfires for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you are just a dropshipper and your delivery time is three weeks and... You people can buy for five days then they buy for five days and then you just sit for 25 days so yeah <laughs> it's not as smart if you don't have a brand Um Ben you wanted to talk about the Pareto principle which is the 80-20 I think you really
2: like it so
0: what's the 80-20 of email marketing during the festive season
2: yeah so just for context, so if anyone doesn't know what the 80-20 principle is, is there anyone, do you think, that doesn't know the 80-20 principle, Daniel, that listens to this podcast?
0: I think everyone knows it. Okay. Even my grandma. So,
2: Really? My grandma doesn't. But Okay, so just in one sentence, so the 80-20 principle is basically if you focus on 20% of the most important, like the most important things, let's say the 20% that's most important, you will get 80% of the results. Like that's a quick uh, definition of that and so what i wanted to bring up with that regarding black friday cyber monday is let's say that you have a store that you're not at the level yet where you have you know some kind of professionals or an agency some someone handling your email marketing and you know you're just ma- mostly focusing on your front-end revenue and you maybe you recently started out or maybe for whatever reason, you don't have anyone else doing this, and you want to send emails, then the best thing to do, at least in this period, is just make sure that you send at least three, four emails for Black Friday. It's okay if it's going to be three emails in three days. So a lot of people have this limiting belief or this yeah, thought that, oh, I don't want to annoy my customers so much. And actually, this is something that we talk a lot about in the agency as well. It's if you have this thought then you have to kind of go back and think about like or am i actually how confident am i actually in the product that i'm selling like how confident am i that people actually get a good experience from my business so that's kind of what it comes back to and yeah so once again like if, if you had this amazing product you would just be so excited to tell your people about it that it wouldn't even cross your mind that this might be annoying so um, there's that, and yeah, as I said, if if you just really want to, you know, get the biggest bang for your buck, then, you know, just send out an email pre-announcing one, one day before, send one on Black Friday, send one on the weekend and one on Cyber Monday, insert a few bestsellers into your email, Klaviyo is really, really simple with that, don't use MailChimp, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Yeah, so just do that and uh, let us know how it goes, actually. Amazing.
0: Yeah, and just for context, uh, in our team, we checked the email marketing of uh, Trump and Biden just before the end of the elections, and Trump, uh, according to the data, Trump sent out uh, 17 emails per day on the average. So if he's okay to send out 17 emails then maybe you shouldn't send out 17 a day but uh, <laughs> you can send a few uh, every week and during black friday you can send even two three per day um i think last year we checked these numbers and uh, movement fashion nova these were the two brands who sent out like 11 15 emails a day uh, at on Black Friday and Christmas. So if you have a really engaged list and a big brand and you don't care about unengaged people, then you can do that. And they sent um, 15 emails to me who never opened an email. <laughs> so it's not like I open every email and I spend my time with Fashion over emails. It's not like that. I never opened any and they still send me 15. So I'm not sure if that's the right strategy. They should segment better and send uh, fewer emails to unengaged people like me. But uh, to engage people, you can send out multiple emails a day because they open it, they are curious, they want to see your offer, so don't be shy. Um, Okay, and um, should we talk about recharge a bit?
2: Sure. Let's do it. Ben,
0: tell us more. I, uh, so now we have two, I think two or three three clients where uh, they they are subscription based, their e-commerce business. And actually uh, we just posted a podcast episode about a guy who built up a fashion store and they sell uh, shirts based on subscriptions. So the customers they get a new shirt every month, which is very smart and uh, yeah we have um, we have um, clients in different niches like cBD um, and other niches, and Ben just uh, dive deep into into recharge and subscription e-commerce so if you could share more with us Ben, then uh then
2: let's do that. Let's do it. So ReCharge, for any of you that are not familiar with it, is a Shopify app. It's, you know, one of those tools that you can download on the Shopify app store. And it helps you to automate all your, if you're a subscription business. Basically, if you want to sell your products on a recurring basis, it works in a similar way to, let's say, Stripe or PayPal kind of recurring payment and so recharge just helps you do that so if you have a subscription model then I highly recommend just doing recharge out of all the businesses that we work with that use it um, the, everyone is really happy with it so I can definitely recommend and yeah so recharge which angle should I be coming from because so should first we talk of- about subscription model at the beginning or
0: Yeah, so first of all, let's say I have an e-commerce business. And why should I shift to subscription model? Why is it good for me and for the customer? Great
2: question. question. So just subscription models, a lot of times what happens is, I don't know if you have any experience, I'm talking to the listener, uh, when you signed up for something. So for instance, I had this thing where I was signing up for this uh, food delivery service which was just delivering ingredients to my house, my doorstep, every week. And it was, like, three amazing meals, and I'm a big fan of cooking, so I could just cook them, and, like, I don't have to go to the grocery store and things like this, and it's super affordable. And I remember that I was sometimes considering, oh, maybe maybe I shouldn't do it this week. Like, I was at university at the time, and, you know, you don't have money when you're at university, and then you... (laughs) I was just kind of thinking, oh, maybe I should save money this time. And then there was this extra thing in my mind that, oh, in that case, I need to like go back and stop this payment from happening. And a lot of people don't realize how powerful this concept is because it works mm-hmm. the opposite way if you have to make that extra purchase. So I need to really, really want to buy that extra shirt in the case of the business that you brought up, I really need to want to buy this shirt in order for me to actually make that payment, you know, because it's so much extra hassle to go through, to actually go to like open my laptop, like go to the payment page, like do this whole thing again. And it's just so powerful. And also it's not, what I have to clarify is like, it's not tricking people, you know, it's, you're delivering an amazing service. It's, it's easy for them to keep receiving it. And it just, adds, removes a lot of friction from the buying process. And what yeah. I wanted to pick up on is like this example with the shirt delivery, I think that's genius because, you know, fashion is one of those industries where even we have a doc in our agency about like, which, uh, niches should have a subscription model and which ones usually don't. And I was creating this doc. And I was thinking, yeah, fashion is one of those that is difficult. Fashion and jewelry is difficult to make it uh, subscription-based. But now that I think about it, like, yeah, I I go shopping, like, once a a month or something like once every two months. And, like, I just have to, in here in Bali, for example, I have to go 25 minutes with a car to this place, which isn't even Mm -hmm. that good. And I just need to go through all the stores again to see what's good. And in this way, like I could just get my shirt and I can just get a new one and I don't have to go shopping. (laughs) So a lot. like what I want to bring up is like, sorry, I was just finishing the sentences. Even if you don't think that your niche is good for the subscription, maybe there is a way. So maybe you can have a think about it.
0: Especially shirts because uh, you know, it's mostly for business guys or busy people and uh, they just want their shirt and uh, and you also use them and you throw them out and every month i just want a new shirt because i'm busy and i just want the shirt and <laughs> and i wear it and that's it so yeah it's it's powerful um, actually
1: uh, so many niches like the subscription model got so popular uh yesterday i was checking these health um like supplements and there it was also like a subscribe and save and i think every product that is not just a one time thing like if there's a possibility of someone coming back because you they run, run out of it or if they possibly need more like it makes sense to do it and it doesn't hurt like if you get a subscriber out of it then you win and if no one subscribes still there the options there so i think it just really makes sense for these types of businesses and yeah fashion is surprising but it does make sense if you think about it and everything else i think in the beauty industry it's quite essential if you think about it like if it's a lipstick maybe the usual use time is two months So maybe you can set that up like if if you love this lipstick, you can have it delivered to your door. Or if it's like cosmetics, if people use it every day, it should run out in a month or two. So those areas especially should capitalize on this this feature.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And back to what Ben said. So as you said, they don't have to make the buying decision every month. But the other thing is they have to make the decision about the cancel. So it's... And and between the two, there is a big gap. That's like the being passive kind of gap. Most people, just like me with Netflix, I don't watch (coughs) it, but I've been subscribed for one year and I watched it a long time ago last time and I just don't care. And many people like that. Especially if the price is low. So... So yeah, that's, that's another thing they, they have to go and open their laptop and go to the website and cancel the subscription and people are lazy. So, so yeah. Um. So you, you mentioned beauty, fashion, I think supplement is another one. Um, maybe any niches where we don't recommend, I think coffee is good as well, but that's, Close to supplement in this category. I wouldn't do it in uh, in furniture, for example.
1: Uh, electronics, maybe. Electronics, yeah. Doesn't
0: make sense. In the.
1: Um, I mean, hopefully those electronics should last.
2: Yeah. They are made. Yeah, so but fast. with the, with the T-shirt as well. Like now that I think about it, like maybe PlayStation could do one with. Uh, get one new game every month or something like this. Maybe I have that kind, kind of
0: subscription by the way.
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's very <laughs> good. Because
0: go. they have a model that uh, you can buy the game for like 30 bucks or you pay every month $5 and you can pay, play with it and you can try different games. So they go for long term lifetime value. Um. And by the way, the other thing is, if you have this subscription model, you can uh, transition your business from pure product business into service business. Or you can add that extra element. Like uh, think about, uh, what's the name? Amazon Prime. So it's not just some e-commerce stuff, but it's a service kind of thing that uh, the shipping time is very it's like one day or half a day when i was in barcelona it was like six hours seven hours the delivery and the shipping was free so and you can add extra services i know a guy who sell uh, they sell screen protectors and they have an extra service that they put it on your phone um, they go out to your home and they put it on your phone and they combine e-commerce product business with service business. Um, or maybe if you have a beauty brand, you can sell the lipstick and then you can sell a consultation or, I don't know, something, something smart. So you can combine these, uh, these things. Um, and that's about subscription. And uh, Recharge is probably the best tool for this. And as far as I know, that's the only tool for Shopify Plus. Regarding subscription, so so everyone just just take like fifteen minutes, just sit down with your team and and think about it how you could apply subscription model uh, for your business and uh, there's a big potential there. Um, I would say especially there where the where the customer retention rate is already high. So I know. Death Wish Coffee, Ben, if you remember, we talked with them in Boston last year. Their uh, returning customer rate is 80%. And they don't have a subscription uh, thing, but uh, I think they should have. Because 80% of guys, they already come back every month. So why not to use a subscription? Just make it easier. Um, yeah. Okay. um uh, do you want to add anything regarding Christmas, Black Friday, maybe a last piece of advice?
1: I would say that for sure you need to, what, what Ben was saying before, that um, to have that cut-off time, like make sure you communicate that with your customers, that this is the last um, day until we are able to deliver your product until Christmas. And kind of like this is this is Christmas, so you really want to make sure that it gets delivered, especially because around Christmas it gets quite busy. So I would say add an extra week to your usual delivery time just to be safe, because this is not the time of the year when you want to um, disappoint your customers.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true, Ben maybe about subscription who should try it
2: everyone 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 can try it um yeah one one thing i would add to christmas thing is that the fact that it's christmas is such a beautiful opportunity to add authentic scarcity into your marketing message because there's a lot of brands that we work with who really want to be really authentic and that's I really respect that by the way. Uh there's not not everyone is a dropshipper out there who's just, you know. Anyway, um so it's just such a beautiful opportunity to add this. Yeah, like hey, just making sure that for the next seven days, uh you if you want to, you know, get something for a family member or something like this, then make sure you order within seven days because otherwise we cannot guarantee that you can you're gonna receive your products and you know you can be really objective about this you can just look at average delivery times and then just you know make that comment to your subscribers and yeah one thing i would add to the sending 11 emails a day is that just be a little bit careful with your deliverability this is the time to care the least about it, but I still wanted to put the point out there that I'm worried that after someone listens to this podcast, they're going to send 25 emails within <laughs> Black Friday weekend, and then they're going to blame us for, like, not telling, not worrying about this. So, yeah, just, you know, be mindful of this. Don't use emojis in subject lines, please. Uh, you can <laughs> use it in preview text. Don't use it in subject lines, and don't use too many of these Sale offer blah 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 things like this. Yeah, in your subject lines because Gmail is really sensitive to it. So please don't please don't do that. And uh, otherwise, you should be all good. This is the time to, you know, cash in basically, or or most likely is going to be the most successful two months of the year. So yeah, get ready.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, if. Uh... Yeah, just don't send out 15 emails, especially, uh, they, especially if you never send an email before. So we didn't Yay. see anything like that in this podcast. Um, yeah, warm up your email list if you never send email, emails to your uh, people and, and campaigns and uh, send a few per week and then more and then segment them. And then, yeah, once they are engaged, you can send one a day and even more. But uh It should be incremental for sure. My only last um, recommendation, but um, other marketers, they told me I'm very naive. So just send a a Merry Christmas wish uh, on Boxing Day on on Christmas and don't sell anything. Just tell people that uh, have a Merry Christmas and that's it. Um, We did that for, for brands in the past and... It didn't make my sale, but that's not the point. You just want to take care of your subscribers and that's it.
2: Um, yeah, on New Year's Eve as well, maybe a gratitude yeah. message can be sent to you. Yeah. Hey, thanks for being us, being with us. We plan big things for 2021.
0: Yeah, I just got an email by Clavio just yesterday that uh, you makes you make us great. And uh, that was a nice subject line. So you can write something like that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so thanks everyone um, for, for listening us and thanks Jofi and Ben uh, for joining, uh, joining me today. And um, stay tuned because every Thursday we are coming out with a new podcast episode and uh, also we are uh, broadcasting it on Facebook. It's a live stream. The next one will be next uh, Monday. And um, yeah, thanks everyone. Stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ecom Show podcast. If you want to learn more about e-commerce, retention marketing, check out our Facebook group called Top 3% Ecommerce Email Marketing or check out our website, thebudaymedia.com. The show is brought to you by the team of Buday Media. See you in our next episode and don't forget our goal grow your e-commerce business together